When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to another edition of MCM Radio. I am your host, Jimmy Morris, at jmorrismcm on Twitter. Museummiracles.com, at titansmcm on Twitter. All right, so the Titans just lost to the Giants 21-20. to This is going to be a relatively quick reaction podcast. Listen, here's my biggest thing from today's game. Todd Downing is a problem. Todd Downing was a problem all year last year. Todd Downing should not have been retained to come back this year. There were two different times in this game where the Titans had third and one, and they don't run a conventional run play to Derrick Henry. One time, they motion out into the Wildcat. Henry drops a snap. Another time, they run a tight end end around instead of handing the ball to Derrick Henry. I I just don't understand it. I I mean, there are so many things that are just so dumb about that. And look, we knew that Downing was a problem, right? He was so bad last year. Tannehill was terrible in the playoff game, but Downing was just about equally as bad. Those play calls were atrocious. And we saw more of it today. Now, we hoped that, you know, bringing Tim Kelly on the staff would help with some of that stuff. And I think you saw some good stuff in the passing game today that maybe, you know, you you saw some Tim Kelly influence. But Downing's still calling the plays. And as long as Downing is calling the plays, I just don't think this team is going to be able to be the be among the elite in the league. We've seen that he just doesn't get it. He holds this team back. And listen, part of it's on Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel brought him back. Mike Vrabel decided that he was good enough or whatever that he wanted to retain him and have him call plays again this year. And we were, we're one week in now, and it's been a disaster. And I don't know why. I mean, I'm, I feel a little bit surprised by that. I don't, I don't know why because we knew that coming in. We knew that he was a problem, and it, it was the same thing today. I, I just don't get it. The other thing I don't understand is, so right there at the end of the game, um, you're – they were late getting out of the huddle, right? Okay, so that that's that's a problem. But it looked like they were lined up and were going to get the ball snapped before the play clock ran out. The Titans call their final timeout there. And then instead of, with 18 seconds left, instead of running another play to try to get closer, they just run a play to get it to the hash that Randy Bullock wants it on so they can kick the, the what would you know what would have been a game-winning field goal if he would have made it. Why not try to get more yards there? I mean, a 47-yard field goal is by no means a gimme. I mean, they're, listen, there were kicking issues all around the league today. I mean, the early games, it was like miss kick, miss kick, miss kick. I mean, it was just rapid fire over and over. So, you know, th- that's not exclusive to the Titans, but 
I just, I don't understand not trying to get closer. You still, I mean, you can do, you can run a little short play, still get up and spike the ball. That wouldn't take any more time than what they did running over to the hash. And then, and then you got a, a closer field goal attempt. And then, listen, the, the, the kick was bad. I mean, it was nowhere close. It was one of those where it was like off his foot. You knew it wasn't going to be good. Um, so I don't know. I mean, obviously it's different if they would have done that. And then Aaron Schatz, the just whatever, um, asked on Twitter if, if the kick would have been good if the Titans hadn't have ran over to the hash and lost a couple of yards. I mean, I, it's hard to say. You know, things would have been different, whatever. I, I, but it, that kick being two yards closer would not was not that wasn't the difference between that kick going in and that that kick missing. The kick was bad. Bullock's been good for the majority of his time here. The Titans have had kicker issues for a long time. Randy Bullock has been the most stable thing that they've had going. So so that's been good. Um, but he he missed one today. One he's got to make. I mean, there's no excuse. You're you're paid. That's that's all he's paid to do is to make field goals, make extra points. And so he's he's got to make that field goal. But you know, overall, he's done a good job for this team, and you know, very well set for the game. He's made big kick for us. He'll continue to do that, and I don't doubt that. Um, the other thing with the play calling, just real quick. So it wasn't until the third quarter on that the touchdown drive that the Titans threw a pass on the first play of the drive. The third quarter, that was the first time they threw a pass on the first play of the drive. I, I don't understand it. I, I get Derrick Henry is is back and all that stuff. That's great. I get that the offense runs through him. Run play action on first down. Do something to keep them off balance. And I just, I don't, again, it's the the play calling, man. I mean, that's the thing that I keep circling back to here is the play calling. Look, the the run defense was obviously a problem. Um, I don't have stats in front of me, but Saquon Barkley had a million yards rushing. Um, You you can't, you're not going to win many games when you, you give up what they gave up to a running back today. They missed tackles. Um, all over the field. Christian Fulton, Sa- Saquon Barkley had 164 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Christian Fulton had a really bad breakdown uh, on one of the on one of the touchdowns to Sterling Shepard, where it looked like I don't really know what happened. Mark Sanchez on the TV broadcast talked about him peeking in the backfield, which he did. It almost seemed too like he thought he was passing off to a defender behind him, like they were in zone, and he got confused on what the coverage was. I, I don't really know, but. I mean, the run defense was was the biggest problem today because in in the first half especially, the pass rush was, I mean, those guys were doing awesome. They were flying around. Simmons had a couple of sacks. Dupree had a sack. Rashad Weaver had a couple of sacks. I mean, they did some really good things on the defensive front when the Giants were trying to throw the ball, but they could not stop the run. And Saquon Barkley looked like, you know, the guy that he did fresh out of college. Um, And, I mean, I think he's good. I think he's going to have a good year. And, listen, I think the Giants are going to be – better than people think. Now, I said all week that I thought it was a good thing that we were catch- the Titans were catching them early because Brian Dayball can coach. I mean, there is no doubt about that. He's, he's been successful everywhere he's been. Um, so I thought it was a good thing that the Titans were getting them before the Giants had, you know, half a season to kind of settle into his system and all of that stuff. And like I said, it wasn't anything like fancy that the Giants did to, to get the Titans in this game. The, the Titans just couldn't stop the run. And then on the last drive where the where the Giants went down and scored a touchdown and then, you know, went for two to to what was ultimately, you know, the, the game winning points, they just the short yardage stuff it was a problem. They just couldn't every time they they had a few times where they had them, you know, third and one or whatever, and the the Giants were able to make the play. Um, whether it was a Daniel Daniel Jones bootleg or whatever it was. I mean, 
just just couldn't make that big play that they needed to make. And we've seen so many times that the Titans have been able to stand up in those goal line situations and keep a team out. And today, today they just weren't able to do it. So, listen, this is a game that, you, you know, it's a long season. Everybody's going to overreact. Everybody's going to freak out about this or that. And, I mean, I'm angry, and my Todd Downing stance is not an over week one overreaction. My Todd Downing stance has been my Todd Downing stance since, like, halfway through the year last year. But, you know, the Titans are fine. Like, this is not – this is not the season's not over. They can go to Buffalo and, and lose on Monday Night Football. The season's still not over. Now, it would be, you know, completely on brand for the Titans to lose this game and then go to Buffalo and win after the performance that Buffalo had on Monday night. And the Titans just that, – that's just kind of what they tend to do. But even if they even if they don't, even if they go up there and, and, and end up 0-2, it's not the end of the world. There's still a lot of football left to be played. The Colts are obviously not very – I mean, nobody in the division is good. There, There is not a team with a win in the AFC South. The Colts and the Texans tied. The Jags lost. The Titans lost. So, you know, no no real game. I guess they're half a game back at this point. But the Titans are still going to win this division. I, I have complete confidence in that. But we see some things that are a problem. And, again, I just don't know that with Todd Downing calling plays, this team can really get over the hump to be in the elite. I've seen some Ryan Tannehill stuff on Twitter. Tannehill was good in this game. I mean, I, I get your issues with him. I had my issues with him in, in the playoff game especially. But last year was rough. Th- this this game has nothing to do with Ryan Tannehill. He is not the reason they didn't win this game. He brought them back. He orchestrated a drive to, to get them down there to set up a reasonable game-winning field goal. Or, you know, a game-winning field goal attempt, right? Um, you know, I, I just I don't know how you can look at what happened with him today and and think that he's the problem with his offense. Why is Jeff Swaim getting so many snaps and targets? So that's that's a good question. That's a question that I would ask. And again, you know, listen, I I think a lot of Mike Vrabel as a head coach at this point. Um, he's a really good motivator. He's a really good guy to get them, you know, in and out of of bad situations. Um, we saw it last year with all the injuries. I mean, he won NFL Coach of the Year. He deserved that. I think his in-game clock management stuff is still, you know, has, has some things to to think about. Like I said, just that, calling that timeout right there at the end. Because even if you lose the five yards there, I think the five yards are less important than the timeout. Because again, you can then you can line up and you can you can try to run a play. You have the whole field to work with because you still have the timeout. And, you know, worst-case scenario, you get an incomplete pass. You still have the timeout. Not worst-case scenario. Worst-case scenario would be a turnover. But, you know, even if you, don't, even if you don't get anything on that next play, if it's an incomplete pass, then you, you still have your timeout. You can even still run a play because you have that timeout. So I just thought the timeout was way more important there than the five yards. And I think that's something that coaches maybe should think more about. And I don't know. I'm not an NFL coach. But it just seems like sometimes – the panic of not getting the five-yard delay of game call just kind of ruins the thinking through the situation and figuring out what's more valuable there. And again, that kick, it wouldn't have been any different from, so five yards would have been 52, but they lost two yards in the next play. So it's really a three-yard difference in where the kick is from. Bullock has plenty of leg from there. It would have He would have missed just the same, a little bit wider, I guess, um, from – from what that would have been three yards. So 50-yard field goal instead of a 47-yard field goal, he still would have missed the net. So, I mean, you know, just I, I, that's just one of those things that I just think that should be evaluated by everybody involved in those types of things is maybe sometimes just take the delay of game, keep that timeout in your pocket. What does the five-yard really matter there? So, anyway, 
that's kind of where we're at today. I mean, there's so much more that we'll want to talk about that we'll want to work through. I'll have to go back and rewatch the game um, to have some thoughts. I mean, I thought there were some issues. The Cole on that last drive, I mean, I think he was a disaster. I think about three of the plays that went poorly were his fault. Um, so, but I mean, again, that's something you got to kind of rewatch and, and see. And, and we don't really know that stuff either. I mean, I guess when you get the coach's film, you can figure that out a little bit. But like I said, there'll be a lot more to react to, a lot more to talk about this week, um, a lot more to get us ready for Buffalo, all that stuff. But I just wanted to jump on real quick and, and kind of give that quick reaction, kind of talk through where my head's at and um, just, just kind of get that out there. So again, museummiracles.com is the site. Check us out there at J. Morris MCM on Twitter, at Titans MCM. Uh, get this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search out Music City Miracles, and you will find us there. Um, so be sure and do that. And we will – I'll probably try to record tomorrow afternoon after the Mike Vril press conference. We'll get some injury updates um, and, and get some reaction to some of the things that he says. So but between now and then, check out MusicityMiracles.com. So this is Jimmy Morris saying thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.